Hello, 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 and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Honey Sugar Ice Tea, with your favorite host, Elizabeth, that's me. I want to welcome you all to the very last day of 2022. Y'all, we have almost made it. Like, are you serious? It has been 365 days of highs and lows and ups and downs and ins and outs and triumphs and tribulations and just everything else in between. We are only a few hours away from a new beginning. So if you have made it so far to December the 31st, 2022 at 6.14 a.m. Go ahead and give yourself a pat on the back. Um, Yeah, like this is unbelievable. Can you believe that 20 years ago we were at the beginning of the 2000s? Um, At the beginning of the 2000s, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the 21st century, two years after Y2K. But, um... <laughs> yeah, like we in here. We in here deep deep. Like can y'all believe this? This is something serious. So, yeah, I'm I don't know. I'm I'm not going to say I'm in awe, but I feel truly truly blessed to be here today. Um gonna lie I had like this whole list of things written out that I wanted to talk about like I have absolutely actual actually ex here we go again many's words um I have actually thank you um been trying to record at least two episodes this week because I wanted to get y'all a little um wow bow bow pow pow but um Due to life, life, that I wasn't able to do that. However, we're just going to go straight off the top of my head because that's what we do. You know, when I'm in the studio, and y'all go ahead and give a shout out to my producer, Jamie, because we in here, we out here doing a doggone thing. Um, Yeah, we out here, you know, that's what we do. But, um... No, what was I getting ready to say? Oh, yeah. I have been trying to give y'all two episodes this week uh, because I know it's been a while since I did my last episode. And I want to thank you guys because this is my 10th episode that I have done this year. Uh, As I mentioned before, I think I had mentioned to you all that during my brief illness, I had thought about not doing this anymore. Um... Because I just wasn't, I just wasn't sure whether or not anybody was receptive. But one of the things that I learned this year about reception is this. It's about where you are. You know, everybody is not always going to receive you well. Everybody is not always going to like what you say or like what you do. But the things that you do, you have to do from your heart. You have to do from a good space and you have to do with good intentions. And that's what I'm doing. Um, I started this podcast after encouragement from one of my fellow podcasters. She has been a great encouragement to me. She is the host of Daily Talks with Angel. 
So if you guys haven't listened to her, I encourage you to search out her podcast. She is on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor Podcast, and she's awesome. Um, personal friend of mine as well, more like a sister. So she encouraged me to do it. And one of the things that she said for her is that doing the doing the podcast for her was very therapeutic. You know, she was able to release a lot, you know, get a lot off her chest and then just go on about her day. So I, of course, started and here we are today. So shout out to Angel. As I mentioned before, she is the host of host and creator of daily underscore talks underscore with underscore angel that's how you can find her on um instagram and on spotify as well as anchor and anywhere else that you can find your podcast selections as well she is also the owner operator and proprietor of henrietta treats um don't ask me how to spell that but she out here doing a thing you know she's a melanin made melanin moving entrepreneur she's a mother you know and she's just a regular old person who's giving you the best that she got so i want to thank you um for encouraging me to get here because hey i'm here you know like i said we did it and we doing it um she is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to when i tell you she's real raw and it is what it is what you get is what you get and you're gonna take it or not um one of the other podcasts that I listen to is, uh, and I love it, and I hate to even mention it. I mean, I love to mention it, but, you know, I have some things in my life that I enjoy that I want to promote, but I feel like those are my little safe spaces. But I also feel like if I don't promote them, you know, somebody might be missing out on a blessing or an opportunity or just, you know the ability to hear a different perspective so the other podcast that i listen to is um sisters who kill not sisters sisters hosted by mariah and taz not mariah not maria but mariah and taz um they detail you know exactly what it says sisters who kill you know not the first 48 way not the snap way like they give you real in-depth detailed looks at the the murderesses you know angela simpson um the the twins uh jasmine and tasmaya um a couple of other people like a couple of other people let me just put it that way because i can't think right now because as i mentioned i'm going off the top of my dome and i don't have this list that i had so lovely created like when i tell y'all let me decide about for a second when i tell y'all that i had this idea and i had it split out into like you know high school notations i had my you know roman numerals my one twos and threes and i had it split off into my abcs and i had my bullet points and i said i wasn't gonna hold y'all on like a baptist minister and you know 13 hours later you're still in the church but yeah i don't have it like i said it's six something in the morning um right now it's 6 21 in the morning i'm out here in this doggone studio and i'm running an errand and i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do because i'm trying to go home and get back in the bed because like i said this is the last day of the year and i still have a lot to do so um back to
exactly where I was going with my train of thought. Anyway, Sisters Who Kill, hosted by Mariah and Taz. That is another um, podcast that I listen to. Absolutely, positively love it. And I encourage you all to look them up, find them. They are on um, Instagram and Facebook. I believe they do have a Twitter. I don't have Twitter. I don't tweet. Um, That's just not my thing. But um, they are on Instagram and Twitter as uh, Sisters Who Kill, and I believe Sisters Who Kill Pod. Now, if you look them up on Facebook, Mariah is serious about answering those questions. If you do not answer the questions, you will not be accepted into the group. So I have forewarned you all on that note. Another thing is, it's been a lot going on. It's been a lot going on this year, like... I just found out yesterday that Barbara Walters has gone on to glory. I have found out this morning that Pope Emeritus Benedict, he is the first Pope to ever resign from the Popacy. That's probably not the right word, but that's what I'm calling it right now. He resigned from the Popacy. He was 95. He went ahead and followed Barbara on in glory. Like, Listen, people are out here dying, for real, for real. Um, I was talking to my cousin last night via text message, and she was, you know, I had already known, but she texted me and was like, hey, you know, did you know Barbara Walters died? And I said, yeah, you know, all the, and y'all forgive me, I'm not a racist comment, but this is what I said. I said, you know, all the white women we love are going on to glory. I said, God is leaving us down here with these Karens. Like, come on now, do a little bit better, but... God knows what he's doing. I think um, I, I think I'm just in awe because it's almost like I'm getting ready to be 33 years old and the majority of the life figures, I guess, are not, it's not life figures. Um, I say quote unquote celebrities, uh, stars, whatever you want to call them. They're passing away. So life and death are a lot more real right now like not that I knew who the Pope was or anything about him but like okay he's he's gone Barbara Walters is gone Kirstie Alley passed away um if y'all don't know who Kirstie Alley is she was on Cheers and she had this movie a couple years ago where she was like this real psychotic mom it was based on a life um true story I can't remember what the name of that movie was but she was a cuckoo bird in that movie but she when I tell you she played that doggone movie she played that doggone movie um yeah, so Pope, Barbara Walters, Kirstie Alley, um, who else went on about it here? Uh, Amanda Davis, Jovita Moore, uh, Michael Jackson, um, why I can't remember this lady's name? The lady from General Hospital, y'all know who I'm talking about, Nurse Epiphany Johnson, um, <laughs> that was her name on the on the show. That's not what her real name is. But I mean, she's gone. So it's like a lot of the main characters, main figures from my childhood have, you know, served their purpose in this life and they're on to the next. So I just encourage you all to take life for what it is. You know, it's it's a moment. It's it's several moments wrapped into one big shebang and then when the bang has bung, it's over. You know, so make it count. Make it count. Do something wild. Like, do something spontaneous. If you get the notion to want to start a podcast, start a podcast. If you decide that you want to be a recording artist, be a recording artist. If you decide that, you know, you want to do a full photo shoot and body paint, then um, 
do that. Like, come on now. It's life. We got to make the best of it. And we got to enjoy it while we're here. Life is not just about working and raising kids or being a husband or being a wife. It's about being in the moment, enjoying it. Like, serving the purpose that God has put into you before you were in your mother's womb. You know, we all have to figure out what that is. Some of us do a good job of it. Some of us don't. And we're going to make mistakes along the way. But... Don't let your mistakes keep you from doing something that you want to do. Don't let your mistakes keep you from enjoying life. Don't let your mistakes keep you from putting a smile on your face and on somebody else's. Like, this is, it's real out here, y'all. Like, people are literally dying. Um, read a story the other day about the, the snowstorm in New York this past week during Christmas or whatever. And this lady left her house and said that, she was leaving and coming right back literally was only maybe a couple maybe a mile a couple of blocks i don't know you know in new in new york they describe things a whole lot differently but i'm gonna say maybe a couple blocks away from her house and she got caught in a blizzard and couldn't i guess she couldn't weather it the way that she thought she could and ended up freezing in the snow to death you know the um national guard had to come and get her out her daughter put on facebook that you know they were looking for her mom couldn't find her someone contacted her via facebook and you know was like can i call you and she said yes and the guy ended up calling her letting her know like hey i found your mom i'm so sorry you know she didn't make it so like i said at any given moment you can say you're coming back and not you know you can say i'll call you back and don't or you can call back and the person that you're calling back don't answer the phone because they're not here so just make what you're doing count um another thing that i want to mention is i'm trying to figure out how to say this um When you make life count, and this is another conversation, this is a sidebar conversation I had with my sister yesterday. Um, not, well, yeah, because I, I said I was talking to my cousin before, so yeah, my sister. Well, my cousin's like my sister, so whatever. But I was having a conversation yesterday, and I was talking about identity, about how I identify myself, and a lot of my identity is wrapped up into my kids you know being a mother being their protector being a a good example a positive example of a woman to them you know not making certain choices like you know back in the day you might have seen me on top of a car twerking to um one of the songs by tight you might have seen me in the club dancing like i'm not a big fighter but if you push me to that point then yeah you know we gonna tussle a little bit but um, now that I have kids, you know, I feel like I have something to lose. So I don't engage in the fuckery, per se. I don't engage in the stupidity of things that I engage in prior to me having kids because my identity is wrapped up into them. Like, I don't want to do something now, even though they're young, and it blocks them from doing something that they want to do later because mommy made a mistake and somebody was watching mommy's mistake and now they're judging my kids based on that. Um, I said all that to say this. Even though you have kids, don't lose yourself. You know, that's something that I did realize that I've done this year. Like, I, I'm not going to say I've lost myself. I've found a lot of myself, but it's a lot of me that I don't get to do anymore. Like, I love my kids. I want to go ahead and put that out there. I love my babies. Like, 
um shout out to snoodle and casper like y'all have really changed mommy's life and changed it for the better i want to go ahead and just like i said put that out there i love my kids but when you have kids <laughs> you no longer sleep alone you no longer pee alone you no longer shower alone you can no longer eat your own food there are sometimes you don't even get to eat because they take your food and you're just like you know what screw it I don't, i'm not even hungry anymore you know there are times where you know you just want it to be quiet and it's not quiet and it's mommy this and mommy that and look at me and hey can you and mommy can you rub my tummy or mommy can you give me a facial or mommy can we play or I want to go to the park or this is that and that and this and you know we got practice here and we got to go here for that and we got an appointment here you're pulled in so many different directions as a mom and not just as a mom as a parent and when I say a parent I mean a real parent not one of the parents that's like oh I had you and you owe me your kids don't owe you nothing I'm going to put that out there, too. Your children do not owe you a doggone thing. Not a smidget, not a fidget, not a nothing. They don't owe you anything. You chose to have them. So in your choice to have them, and this is prior to this little retarded abortion law, which I'm about to get to that, too. Um, you chose to have them. So take care of them, nurture them, love them. And if you can't do that genuinely from a real space, then allow somebody who wants to love them, who can love them, who can nurture them, who can feed into them, who can pour into them what they need to do that. Stop being selfish and stop being jealous of your doggone kids because somebody wants to love them. Because somebody can love them. Because if you can't, all you're doing is you're hurting your babies and you're creating more hurt soon to be adults who are gonna soon hurt somebody else whether they have kids or not they gonna hurt somebody else's kids and they just gonna be a bunch of hurt broken people running around here so please do these kids a favor if you don't want them you can't take care of them instead of abusing them mistreating them mentally physically and emotionally give them to somebody who can now a lot of states do have what's called the safe haven law i know georgia has a safe haven law here um and they have made it legal to drop your child off at a police station, fire department, Walmart, Quick Trip, wherever you see one of those little yellow signs with the um with the little house on it, you can drop them off there. Now, it's legal to do it, and I will say in Georgia you can do it even if it doesn't have one of those signs. Those are some of the designated places you can um drop them off. You can even drop them off at a church and be like, "Hey, this is my child." Um, if you want to drop off the birth certificate, you can drop off the birth certificate, social security card if you have it. I can't do this. Like, something is going on with me. I can't do it. I don't want to. Whatever the case may be, whatever your reason and rationale is, you can drop these kids off for someone else to take care of them. Now, true enough, they are going into defects, and once they find you, you do get hit with a child abandonment charge, and you will have to pay child support to the state until that child is adopted or 18, whichever one comes first. However, guess what? They are no longer physically in your custody. So, yeah, you may be losing a little bit of money if you're working, but guess what? You're going to do that anyway when you pay taxes. Do these kids a favor and stop hurting these children. It is so many. When I tell you this year alone, I have encountered so many children that are hurting, that are missing the love of their moms or their dads or you know they have people in their lives pretending to love them and pretending to care about them and they really don't 
you know kids feel it at a certain age they feel it and they know who really love them and who really care about them and who are really out for their best interest and they know those that don't give two clucks about them you know i implore you and i encourage you if you can't do it if you don't want to do it if you can't find the strength to struggle through it to do it let them go to somebody who can you know i'm i'm aware of several different situations and i won't fully elaborate on them but situations where the parents treat the kids like a meal ticket oh as long as i have my kids you know somebody's gonna have pity on me in our situation and they're gonna do for me and you know they're gonna do for the child which helps me out and it allows me to go party or smoke weed or whatever the case may be that's not what this is about you know i have other situations where i know of parents trying to guilt trip their child for choosing not to live with them like you gave them a choice oh you want to stay with me or you want to stay with them and the children choose them instead of you because you have not made these kids feel safe you have not made them feel like you know you love them and and this is what it is like let's normalize in 2023 doing what's best for the child and not doing what's best for your ego okay because after a while even if you have custody or keep custody of your kids people will stop freaking doing for you or for the kid because you're ungrateful you're ungrateful and you make or you make it seem like other people are obligated to take care of the child that you laid down sat down stood up bent over however you got this baby you're making it seem like they're obligated to take care of your responsibility and guess what baby they're not they are not and they will not after a certain amount of time now yes it's detrimental for the child because the child ends up losing people who really really end up loving them but this is what it is i'm not gonna lie and say that the foster care system is the the greatest place in the world to be like no it's not but i will say that there are honestly and truthfully some really good foster parents out there who truly 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 do love the kids that they get in and they do the best that they can to try to love on them and give them a stable environment and you know make things the way that it should be so all i can say on that note again is normalize in 2023 doing what's best for the kid and not what's best for your ego um as far as this law this reversal this roe versus wade reversal this quote-unquote abortion ban this dumb piece of crap that a bunch of people who cannot have babies voted for and some of those that can let me put this little bug in your ear reversing the ability for a woman to choose whether or not she would like to have a child whether or not she is capable of having and raising and and rearing and sacrificing for a child eliminating her choice to do so for whatever reason be it she's young be it she's raped be it it's incest be it she you know quote unquote has too many kids and this one just slipped on through y'all are dumb y'all are so dumb like just dumb because let me tell you something you reverse this this law now you're forcing this this woman to 
carry this child and you don't know what the circumstances around the conception was but whatever that is you're gonna traumatize this woman for the life of a child and i'm not saying the life of a baby is not important it is like we never know who we're carrying we never know if we're carrying the next martin luther king or coretta scott or we're carrying the cure to cancer or hiv or you know we're carrying the next jeffrey dahmer or uh or 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 uh angela simpson you don't know you don't know until these kids get here and they start acting out or they start exhibiting certain different behaviors but what you do know is pregnancy is hard pregnancy is freaking hard we're not even talking about labor and delivery and the after effects but pregnancy is hard like okay you go through a lot of different emotions you go through a lot of different hormones your body as a woman goes from having two arms and two legs and one heart beating and um one liver and two lungs to having four sets of lungs and that's if it's just one baby four set two sets of arms two sets of legs two heartbeats you're now producing blood not just for you but for this child you're now having your brain and the baby's brain you now have to deal with your digestive system and the baby's digestive system and guess what you tired that's just the physical to it we're not talking about the mental and emotional because you have to get used to your body looking different and your body feeling different and you know when you sneeze you peeing on yourself and you know you happy and you crying and you know you upset and you're overeating or you can't eat or you're throwing up because you want to eat some chocolate but now chocolate stinks to you pregnancy is hard like personally i developed blood clots when i was pregnant with both of my kids so i had to take blood thinners that's something I didn't find out about until I was pregnant. Um, in addition to that, with my second baby, I lost my vision for a week and a half. I went to work driving and I left my job in the ambulance and could not see more than pretty much blurs in front of me for a week and a half. So to sit here and say that I as a woman, knowing what I have been through, whether I get pregnant on purpose by not using contraceptives or birth control and for me again birth control is not something that i can use like i think maybe one day i'm gonna do a show on like my medical history but i probably won't but i'm gonna just put that out there i can't use birth control i can't use paragard i can't take the shot i can't do depo i can't do you know a lot of the other um a lot of the other forms of birth control and stuff that they have out here but again this is not medically i can't use them like i've been to several doctors and medically i can't use them so to tell me after the experiences that i've had physically and health wise with being pregnant that i can't choose to have an abortion if i felt like i needed to do so that's crazy to me that's absolutely crazy i'm gonna tell you what's gonna end up happening for all y'all that haven't you need to go ahead and look into getting stock into dixie and igloo because the stock in dixie and igloo are gonna go up it's gonna be just like the 80s when y'all finding babies on the side of the road and igloo and dixie containers because these people are hiding pregnancies or you know you just don't have the ability to do it like your mental state changes when you have preeclampsia you don't think right you know you a, a lot of things go along with pregnancy so i just think it's dumb that somebody will reverse the ability to do so
you know, everybody's talking about abortion is murder, abortion is murder, but murder is murder too, and y'all not talking about that. You leaving somebody to raise a child, like I said, yes, there's a safe haven law, but yes, they do make you pay child support once that child is in the system. So you still taking care of a child that you did not want, and that's not fair. That, that It's not fair. I'm not saying that, you know, don't, if you do the crime, don't, you got to do the time. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, again, if it's not intentional, and when I say intentional, I mean rape, incest, um, you got your tubes tied and for whatever reason you still end up pregnant or whatever, whatever the case may be, you know, because again, the choice for abortion is, is different. And I'm not going to sit up here and say, I'm not pro-abortion. So let's go ahead and put that out there. I am not pro-abortion, but I am pro-choice, pro-choice of the mother, pro-choice of the person that is carrying this child and has to go through all of these medical changes and physical changes and mental and emotional changes and changes for changes. I am pro-choice for that person to decide whether or not he or she can do it or not he can do it because he can't do it. He got you pregnant. And in most cases, some say some don't. And I'm just going to leave that there. Some say some don't. But for the female that has to give birth to this child, and that's another story. That's another um case I'm gonna get to too, cause I heard. I- I'ma say the dumbest, but it was a-, a statement that I just don't agree with. So I'ma get to that too. But um, for the female that has to carry this child, I'm pro-choice for her to do what she has to do, whatever that choice is, and for whatever her reasoning for making that choice is. Because you don't know what people are going through. You don't know if this person is homeless. You don't know if this person lives in an abusive environment. You don't know if this person has any type of support for this child. I'm pro-choice for that. Because like I said, you have this baby. You say, okay, I don't want it. People are like, oh, we'll put the baby up for adoption. You know, it's several people that want kids and can't have them. That is a fact and that is correct. However, in some cases... You sit and you're like, is my baby off better with me or is it better off with somebody else? What if I end up years down the line and I I did a closed adoption and now I can't meet this child until this child is 18, 21 or whatever the case may be or whenever these people let this child know that they were adopted? Will that child even want to know me? Will that child even want to know the circumstances as to how they were conceived? It's a lot of stuff that goes into that. So again, I'm pro-choice for the mother. That's what I'm pro-choice for. Not now, if you're using abortion as um, what do you call it? As birth control? Oh, every time you get pregnant, you feel like you need to go have an abortion? Then no, this 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 statement, this comment, my set of beliefs. Because again, these are my personal views. These are not paid for by anybody. These are my personal views. I don't agree with that. I don't. But I do agree with. In, in safe, sound, and critical thinking situations for you to be able to have abortion on the table as an option. That's just me. Now, moving right along to the statement that I said I was going to get to. So, earlier this year, uh, I want to say about two, maybe three months back, I was privy to a conversation <laughs> where I heard somebody say that it's not only women that can give birth anymore. You know, um, men can give birth as well. And I sat there and I was just like, the fact that you believe this enough to say it. Mm, 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 mm. 
Ooh, honey child. That's all I can really say about that because I was like, what? That doesn't even make sense. Let me go ahead and say this. I, I understand that we are living in a world that's not the world that our grandparents and parents lived in. That is no longer a world where, you know, it's a man and a woman together or, you know, it's just a husband and wife. It's not just uh, monogamous relationships. It's polygamous. It's um, polyamorous. It's open marriages. It's, it's a lot of different stuff. You know, back in the the 70s and 80s, you know, you started seeing more of the, um, I'm not going to say liberation, but you started seeing more people, quote unquote, come out. You know, you started seeing more gays, more lesbians. Um, you started seeing more people who wanted to, and I'm, and I'm trying to be as, as nice as possible with this, um... I guess at that time it was called cross-dressing or being a transvestite or being um, a drag queen or whatever the case may be. That That is then. Now there are all these other politically, quote-unquote, safe words to use. I believe in calling a spade a spade. And I'm, I'm again, <laughs> I'm putting everything on the table because this is my last show of the year and y'all going to get bigger and better for me next year. But I believe in calling a spade a spade. I feel that biologically, not what you choose to want to be preferred as. If you want to be called a peanut, that does not make you a peanut. But hey, so be it. Biologically, I don't care what species you are, unless you are a seahorse. And if anybody else can combat or dispute this, to my knowledge, Seahorses are the only male species that actually birth the babies. Now, if you are a of the human species, we're going to talk about that. The human species, biologically, only a woman can have a baby, period. Point blank, end of story. I don't care if you decide that you want to be a man. If you are a female who chooses to be a man, but you keep your female parts, guess what? You are a female that looks like a man that is going to give birth. If you are a man that chooses to be a woman and you choose to redesign your parts, guess what? You are a man with redesigned parts that still cannot naturally or physically or periodly give birth to a baby. All right. So that's that's where I'm going to leave that right there. Um, Another thing that I want to just comment on, and this is probably probably going to be one of my last comments before we end this show for the year. I don't know. I might do another uh, another follow-up later on. Because like I said, it is 6-something in the morning. So, I still got over 12 hours to give y'all the best that I got. You know, give y'all a little Anita Baker. Um, Another thing that I want to say is... I mentioned that I'm pro-choice. And when I say I'm pro-choice, I don't just mean that for for abortion or birth or whatever the case may be. Um, 
I mean that for everybody. If you're in a situation that doesn't serve you, and I, I think I have mentioned it so many times on my previous podcast, but I want to I want to mention it again. Um, if you're in a situation that's not serving you, whether it's a relationship, it's a job, it's a it's a gig, it's it's the anything. I just put it that way. It's the anything. If you are in a situation that is not serving you for the better. You have the right to choose to get out of it. You have the right to choose to quit. You have the right to choose to um, distance yourself. You have the right to choose just not to be part of that anymore. You know, you have the right to choose. So please choose wisely. Please make choices for you, um, for your mental health, for whatever it is that you feel like you're going through make that choice and make it for the better um i'm a i'm gonna go ahead and say this so i've never been the type of person to just quit a job without having another one that's never been me anytime i've quit a job or i've left a job is because i've had another one or it was a better opportunity out there for me well recently I quit my job. I did. I I quit. I had already put in my resignation letter, but I didn't I didn't serve out my resignation. And I did so because the choice to stay was more detrimental than the choice to leave. Now do I have a job right now? Other than being a mother, no. But am I getting one? Yeah. Am I forced with the the option to choose a job for the sake of just having a job until something better comes along i am but guess what that's the choice that everybody makes you know you can get hired at mcdonald's making 14 dollars an hour and then home depot corporate office call you and tell you they're gonna pay you 25 so that's the choice that everybody makes but i quit because i chose me over that job i chose me over that company i chose me over the decisions that they were making that were not beneficial for anyone When I say anyone, I mean anyone. And I had to do what was best for me to do because it just wasn't what was beneficial to me. It wasn't a happy environment. It wasn't... It wasn't one of those situations to where staying the, the... I guess the pros of staying outweigh the the cons of leaving, you know. And in this particular case, the con, the pros of leaving outweigh the pros of staying. So I left. So I say all this to say, at the close of 2022, choose better for yourself. Whatever that is, choose better for yourself. Choose a better relationship. Choose a better living environment. Choose a better career path. Even if it's not a career path and it's just a dream, loves, choose your dreams over your reality because you can turn your dream into a reality. You can turn your vision into a victory. You can turn something that is unrealistic to somebody else into reality for you because guess what? You're only living for you. 
You are only living for you. So what is unrealistic or unattainable for somebody else, that might be the very thing that God put before you to be realistic and attainable for you. You know, nobody thought that little bitty old David could defeat Goliath, but guess what? Realistically, he did it. So I implore you to draw on the spirit of David to defeat your Goliath, to overcome and conquer that situation that looks like a Goliath and make the impossible possible, make the unrealistic reality. Choose what's best for you, not what's best for anybody else. If it just so happened that other people benefit off your choice, great, so be it. But ultimately, make a choice for you that is the best for you so i am going to leave you with that um i also am going to let you know that coming soon coming soon coming coming very soon um i'm i am in 2023 going to be more consistent about you know um publishing my podcast these episodes i'm going to be more intentional about having different um different guests on the show i know i've been saying that for a minute but i actually do have a couple of people lined up that i'm i'm ready to um to get out to you guys i have a lot of things coming personally from um my business honey llc and you know y'all are gonna hear some good things from me i think i've been saying that um i need a voice coach y'all gonna hear me sing some more you may not like it but guess what you're gonna get it um i plan on doing some more acting some some more things just from the creative side so as always if you are as in love with this podcast as i believe you are please continue to like it share it um for those of you that have shared as i mentioned always i thank you guys i appreciate it um for those that have given constructive criticism or told me how you feel that these episodes will be better or what you would like to hear thank you i have taken the things that you have said and i have um included them for the upcoming year and it's gonna be bigger and better so as always y'all already know what it is i love you and i always will i'll see you on the next episode